Welcome to the Back to Me Project, College and Beyond, Episode 32, Living a Meaningful Life with Dr. Zeri Gross. Because I'm moving towards what moves my heart, so everything geared towards that, how can I grab that from this job that I have that maybe I don't want to be at? How can I learn from the relationship that ended that maybe I wasn't interested in ending? How can I take those benefits from the people that have passed that you loved and you didn't get to do all the things you wanted to do with them? How how can I learn from them and use that every day to find a better way to access myself and to feel content and at peace and give myself that love and respect that I would like to give to others? Hello, everyone. It's your host, Yoli Tamu. Today, we invite back one of our top 10 downloaded guests, Dr. Zeri Gross from episode 18. Last time, this licensed marriage and family therapist showed us how to nurture our feminine power. In this episode, she helps prepare us for a fantastic new year by offering ways to make sure our lives from here on out are full of meaning and purpose. Now, living a meaningful life requires time, effort, and commitment to yourself. Challenges and distractions, well, they're here to stay. So when life gets in the way of your dreams and your goals, how do you keep moving forward? Today, Dr. Z, one of our top 10 downloaded guests, returns to offer her ways to identify and stay focused on our goals that will eventually lead to ultimate purpose. Hello, Dr. Z. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty awesome. Pretty awesome, considering the climate. (laughs) Yes, so much going on in the news. My God. Yeah, so I'm just thinking about, you know, how we can just move forward and continue to live a meaningful and purposeful life, particularly in these times. We're all going through this, this, this stress and strain, and I just think it's a good time to talk about being meaningful in everything that we do. So thinking about the first question for you is, what's the first memory, maybe? What's the first memory that helped inspire your passion to even help your clients heal and find their power? How did you get to this place in this career? So it's, it's definitely a journey. I can remember one of, one of the key moments that kind of happened when I was younger, when I started going through and assessing like after high school, like, okay, what am I going to do with my life for real, for real? And the key thing that kept coming back to me was, I want to help people. What happened at that point that kind of made me think of it, I remember I got sick one time and like, I had, I don't know if anyone's ever done this before, but I had like an orange dream. I made I basically ice cream and orange soda. Needless to say, I've never had one again for the rest of my whole entire life after this, but I was probably like, I don't know, eight, 10, something like that. Made it. It obviously didn't settle well. It came back out. I had to clean it up. And I don't know if at that point my mom was already working with people or like training to be a nurse, but I knew that I wanted to help people. And in that moment, I was like, I want to help people that go through what I just went through it. I want to make sure they're okay. So there were dreams and aspirations to be a doctor or a teacher or a lawyer. And I started looking at different professions. I remember at that age thinking, okay, let me just think about what kind of professions could help people so that maybe I can look at what I want to do when I grow up. Fast forward. And, and, I, and I'm kind of sharing this process or strategy because this is kind of how I help people process through their stuff with whole life coaching and just in general towards helping young folks find their purpose from 
coaching young ladies and cheerleading and stuff, just helping draw it out so they can have an idea of where to go to. So it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Then kind of started looking at, as I got to high school, like what adults did I talk to or ask for their advice or, you know, just really kind of dig in and absorb them, observe them and absorb them. Mm -hmm. And all the things that were settling and sticking was like, I want to, yeah, I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to use a little of that for me and see how it feels, how I like it and build on it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And when you say you like it, you're talking about what exactly? Like maybe... Maybe how I felt when they helped me, how I saw them engage other people, maybe how they carried themselves, Mm. some of the advice they might give me if I did ask a question or at least their willingness to acknowledge my existence, just what that felt like and how I could intentionally start to do the same kinds of things that I could show up and be present. And part of my purpose was to make sure that I was present. So everyone that I would engage with would have an intimate experience of of being around me, even if we're just hanging out, you know, as kids or whatever, I have clear memories of what we did and how we did it. And that I walked away feeling good and that they walked away like, oh, I had a really great time. Mm -hmm. That's great. Some of the things like I observed some of my different teachers. And at first there was a long period where I was like, I'm just going to be a teacher. And then even into special ed teacher, And I definitely did some different jobs so that I could explore what those things look like. So I could see, does that really fit? Do I like it? Do I want to pursue that in college or not? And try them on to see how they fit. One of my teachers that was kind of instrumental was my cheerleading coach. She was an African-American female. She was head of the English department. And this is back when I was in high school. And I know she's legit still at that high school right now. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, she has touched probably millions of lives because I know for a fact, every person that's ever come into contact with her, they definitely, they're better people. Like anytime I know that someone's ever been one of her cheerleaders, we immediately have a like, Oh, okay. So, you know, like, yes, I know. Excellence is not a choice. It's an expectation. Like this is what you will be. So Mm -hmm. looking at how I could start to like, what things do I like to do? How can I do more of it? I used to do everybody's hair in my house. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll do cosmetology school. So I tried that on for a little while. There were a lot of different things and a lot of different jobs that I took that didn't always seem like, like, I would think like, why am I at this job? Like, oh my God, this can't be, this can't be my real life. And what I started learning is I can take these skills Mm -hmm. from these different jobs and I can use them as I started honing in more and more on how I was going to help people and how I was going to support people so that past hurts and traumas they experienced, I could pull from all of my experience as well as help them really start to solidify what they experience, what they think about it, how they feel, and how they're going to transmute those experiences into fulfilling their life and their purpose, their why for living now. Like that happened, now what? That's cool. Now, I was just thinking when you help others, did that indirectly help you? Did you, did you immediately catch that? that? It was helping you spiritually, emotionally. Did that happen? Absolutely. So it might not have been as immediate. And I mm-hmm. think there's a certain point where I feel like I am kind of fortunate that I'm able or maybe more willing to start acknowledging and addressing stuff like quicker than maybe the average person. Because I'm always like, huh. A happened, B happened, and that made C happen. I'm going to do that more, or I'm going to remove A because I didn't like that. Right. And I start 
realizing the more I help others, the more it helps me. And sometimes it's like legitimately like they feel like they got helped. And I'm like, you have no idea how much you've touched my heart and my soul, maybe even open up a new space where I'm like, now I'm going to go help over there because that's what I want to do. I would say, I I do know that sometimes there's this point where you're like, well, you like to help people, but I don't know what I want to do. It's like, that's, that's okay. You gather experiences until you do. Right. And do you keep coming back to make sure everything aligns with it. I want to help people. Okay. You can go to cosmetology school and you can help people through beauty. Cool. You can do real estate and help people get homes. Cool. You could sell insurance, but everything comes back to that same spot of, I want to help people. That's my why. I want to make sure that other people have access to, or the opportunity to experience maybe the help that I received at some point and, or just, just feeling better about themselves and knowing it's something that felt good that you wanted to do for you is enough. Right. I was going to say, I love that you said that's my why, because one of my mentors turned me on to this book, Start With Why. And oh my goodness, it just really set me on the path to, I already knew I enjoyed helping people. I already knew that I felt like I had the good news. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, if you're feeling this type of problem, I've experienced that too. Let me give you the good news of how I solved it or how it worked for me, you know, and it just became a thing in my life where I musically start writing music about ways to just uplift yourself and feel good and things like that. So it just, it's always been there for me, but that book start with why just kind of expanded my mindset to really start doing this type of thing with this platform and and building out courses and, and doing this podcast. So it does expand. It does change. It does grow. So I'm glad that you're saying that, that, you know, start somewhere because it's going to take you to the next place. Now, when we think about all these challenges and everything that's going on right now, you know, how do you like maintain your focus? How do you just keep your eye on the prize and nurture this passion and this purpose that you found for yourself? One of the biggest things that I do and had to learn kind of a hard way, but nonetheless, it was learned. I have to be alone. (laughs) I have to spend a certain amount of time by myself with my own voice, with my own thoughts so Mm -hmm. that I can show up for other people and fully be present for them and not still trying to process my life. So I take time to myself every day. And then I take like over this holiday period, I chose to, to work, but the work that I chose to do was work that allowed me to be alone and kind of like keep nurturing myself because I was doing things that were creative that were going to be helpful for others. So mm-hmm. on a basic level, I like, I like making waste beads. I'm fully aware. I will not, I don't plan on me coming a millionaire from making them because I'm not going to sit there long enough to do it. But mm-hmm. I know that that's a small thing that I can give to someone else that will have a whole lot more value and it will help introduce them into an aspect of self-care Hence me taking time to myself is my self-care that it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me to share that gift with someone else. Mm-hmm. And so when you're sitting alone, you're, you're nurturing yourself out with meditation, journaling. What's your practice? I do all of those. Like, yeah. I'm like, I even created. So one of the things that I like to do when I'm by myself is 
I think of, okay, what can I offer in my business? So part of my self-care comes down to what stuff do I feel like I need right now? I like planners. And I was thinking, oh my God, I got to get a planner for the new year. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm going to create my own planner. And Mm. then I was I need to get a new journal so I can make sure I write my stuff. No, I don't. I'm going to create my own journal. So part of my self-care comes into, okay, if I want a meditation, I'm going to create one for myself. I want a different yoga practice. I'm going to create one for myself. So everything that I end up offering for other folks at some point, it was minimally because I wanted to help myself. And now I'm in a space where I'm willing to unselfishly share it with other people. So part of even those things that you mentioned, meditation, journaling, exercising, creating more flexibility in my body, stimulating my mind. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Like I go through audiobooks like nobody's business. And I put them on a repeat and like I'll do other things and listen. And then sometimes I will actually just sit and listen to the audiobook and take notes. The other thing that I like to do is I like to create, well, I created for this year like a manifestation board. And I'm still kind of lingering on creating another vision board. I did a workshop at the end of the year, but I want to create a different one. So on my manifestation board, I just wrote out the things that I want, like with actual, you know, like numbers, finite dates, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I like to, in the morning before I get out of my bed, I don't talk. I practice, I have a practice of silence that's not specific to meditation. And then I start to visualize what it is that I'm working towards into my future. So I visualize mm-hmm the bed that I'm getting out of that may not be the one that I'm in right now. I visualize the house, apartment, condo, whatever it is that I'm going to be living in. And I visualize multiple different ones of what it looks like when I'm getting out of that bed and what's on my agenda for the day and what I'm planning for the day and what I've already gotten the works. And then I'm checking my statements and looking at the programs I've already created and looking at their status and thinking, what can I do today that's going to be helpful to somebody else? So this is what I do in the morning before I get out of the bed. And then and then I start my actual day. <laughs> that's very cool. I've, I've always heard what you said about visualization, that it really, it tricks the mind. It brings the mind right there to that moment. So that's so good that you're saying that. You visualize the places you want to be in as if you are there because your mind doesn't know any different. Have you heard that before, that your mind doesn't know any different? It doesn't. And that doing that helps motivate me to get out of the bed to go do the next thing, which is probably brush my teeth, use the restroom, drink some water and go exercise. Like Mm -hmm. I can't get to those places unless I can see my clear picture and my purpose for today that I'm working on to get to there. Mm. I love that. The other thing that I've had to recognize and there's different points. and, And I know, especially like straight out of high school, like there's this assumption like, okay, you accomplished this degree or something and then you're set for life and it's over. You're done. You did it. No, there's actually a new goal. So like when I was 12, my goal in life and my purpose in life didn't look exactly the same, but over time they just transcends and and morphs into more clarity and being more specific and, and age appropriate. (laughs) Right. Right. For me and my heart. Mm -hmm. I love that. Wow. Now for our listeners, we're talking about having a meaningful life. Can mm-hmm. you give us some some ways? I mean, you've already mapped out a few with visualization. I think that's great. It's important to be alone. What do you think about, you know, choosing the right friendships and, you know, making that a priority? You know, what are some other ways to really preserve that meaningful life? I know that it starts with you. 
So the clearer you are on who you are and why you are and how you'd like to present yourself, the easier, and it's not effortless or flawless and, you know, people make mistakes, but the easier it is to start finding your tribe. So your tribe can consist of those folks that are your maybe elders and mentors that you go to for specific advice, whether it's finance or career or professional, and you you hold them in a certain space that you make sure to access them as you need to. I know Google has taken up a lot of that space for some folks, but right. also looking at who's your crew? Who's your people? Like, mm-hmm. who are your friends? If someone said you're just like your friend, would you be okay with that? Right. And if you're not- <laughs> That's a good point. Yes. <laughs> like- <laughs> If, if someone said, oh, you're just like such and such, are you, are you immediately going to be like, oh my God, that, thank you. That's such a compliment. Are you going to say, Mm-mm. right? No, mm. I'm not. Cause if, if you can't say yes and, and, and a pretty quick, yes, like there might be, you know, you are friends. So there's probably a good 10% you're like, mm, I'm good on that part, mm-hmm. but you want to find people that are like-minded and even if you don't want to do the exact same thing, there's a motivation and there's a push. There's something that you to give to each other that makes it worth your while so that mm-hmm. it's supportive. You're mm-hmm. not robbing each other of stuff. It's like you show up this way, they show up that way. It works together. You two get to balance each other out. You get to gravitate and find other folks that are just like that. And now you've got, you know, you got your circle of friends, your circle of trust now. you got your people. Because they get you and they offer different things that you may need at different times, just as you are able to now offer yourself, I want to say in your entirety to them in an authentic way, because you're comfortable with who you are to be able to tease out who would be supportive to be around you and who you're also willing to support. Mm. And what do you think about integrity? Like, you know, it's very important because you can have like-minded friends where you have certain habits that. (laughs) <laughs> may not be the best, but <laughs> you got a like-minded group. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> what about making sure that you do a self-check for integrity so that even sometimes it is difficult to have integrity in certain situations because you you might be influenced by your crowd or things like that. Do you think you find that pretty important to have a sense of integrity? I think that if happiness and peace of mind and feeling good about yourself and having a, it doesn't even have to be a high self-esteem, but a healthy self-esteem, integrity becomes a part of that. Mm -hmm. If you're not there yet, and those things aren't a important value that you try to line your life up with, it's probably not going to matter to you. Mm. But if you're actively listening to this podcast and you tuning into these sessions, you're obviously searching for something. So chances are you're going to want to start tapping into what are you okay with and what are you good with? And That's then it. giving yourself peace to understand today this was okay and tomorrow it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that can start to look a little different. <laughs> you said that could start to look a little different? Yeah, like the, the I'm going to just put it out there. If you're a part of the party crew and you go hard in the pain and you're wild, like that's you. And that's what you're known for at the moment that you want to do something different because it doesn't still feel right. It's not going to be an easy process to get there, but it'll right. be worth it to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some sacrifice that has to happen. Absolutely. And some separation yeah. of, of folks that may have to happen, but that's part of the process. Absolutely. You can't, mm. you can't get diamonds without pressure. 
and heat and a lot of like that's the only way you're gonna get a diamond now if you're Mm -hmm. cool with being like shiny rock that's not a diamond then then at least be good like be comfortable with that don't beat yourself up about it Mm-hmm, but if you want to mm-hmm. be a diamond, like you understand you're going to, it's going to take a little more work for you to get there, which means you're not going to have the insulation of all the other folks that have been there or the crowd of people that are there. Your circles don't have to get smaller. They just get significantly more intentional. Yes. And, and with great, greater substance, it's very substantial. I love that. Now, I'm also thinking about legacy because I know for myself, another reason why I'm able to move forward is I'm always thinking about legacy. You know, what I want to leave behind, how I want to make a mark in the world, you know. And I I thought about legacy years ago when I was a young person. Maybe I'd say, yeah, my late 20s, I really started thinking about legacy. And I'm definitely in that place now with, you know, my dad passing recently and just, you know, starting this podcast, you know, so that keeps me moving forward as well. Do you see yourself building legacy for your business, for your passion? Where are you on legacy? Absolutely. So I don't know if I was just one of those weird kids that just thought about like a whole bunch of adult stuff. Like when I was younger, like, how am I going to get a 401k? And what's a a money market rate? Account. Like there's just stuff that I know that other people did not think about when I was thinking about it. Right. <laughs> and, and, and because of that, things like legacy have been important to me since high school. Like I want to, like, I would think like, man, this person ha- has a whole actual legacy. Like I would look at folks like Michael Jordan, like you'll never not know about him. and he's not the only person there's tons of companies and like other folks rock about like just different things that I was like I absolutely and I don't know if the other part is because my last name is gross then I was like well if I'm gonna be gross I'm gonna make sure I gross the most amount possible and that my last name will be absolutely related to some pretty awesome stuff in the world and I know that my father was important in pressing on creating a legacy for his children. And 2020 was a whole, like, it was a whole piece of work. And apparently 2021, less than seven days in, is starting on a whole nother piece. But (laughs) to create a legacy, what I I know that I have to create one for my children minimally. And what I like to leave, hence part of why I even named my company Greater Self, is that there's something else that supersedes me as a person, as a personal brand afterwards mm-hmm. that anyone can pick up that legacy and continue on with it because mm-hmm. everybody at some point is going to want to be a greater version of themselves. That's I know true. that part of what was installed in me from my father, like my mother had this amazing, like super hard work ethic and my dad like dreamed hard and made other stuff come true. It was like, I got a great combination of both sides and how it all works. And also the notion that I gotta, I gotta do better, which means for lack of better words, I got to do better than I did so that my kids can see that they got to do even better than me. And I'm just building the stakes higher and higher. Everybody just gets greater each each generation and leave mm-hmm. something worth holding on to for the next one. Mm, that's good stuff. Wow. Well, this has been great. I, I think we we really talked about some powerful things about how we can start this meaningful life. And just not always just tell someone, find your purpose, you know, no, <laughs> that means right. nothing to a lot of people, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> but when like, you okay, say meaning, <laughs> what's that? What'd you say? 
I was saying like some people are like, okay, it's not like I didn't look for that. <laughs> right. It was like, okay. And how do you do all of that? So, I mean, <laughs> when we talk about meaning, I think that's when we're really getting to the heart of it. And I think we really tapped on some, some good ways for people to get started. So I appreciate this. Now, as we head into this crazy new year, but I believe it's going to get better by January 20th. Let's get it going. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> can you leave our listeners with some encouraging words as they move forward into a meaningful life this year? Absolutely. If there's only a couple of things that I could say that anyone ever remembers, what I'd hope is that there's some space where each person is able to find their silver lining and whatever they're going through and find what makes that uniquely a strength for them that they can take and they can carry with them and like start to use it to truly benefit them, which allows the outpour to benefit other folks to not take stuff personal, even the stuff that's personal look at, is there any truth there? Is there anything that I can use from that? How can I use that as a stepping stone to create a better version of myself? How can I do something that would afford me the opportunity to help someone else and recognize when they're not interested? Right. How can mm-hmm. I get more opportunities to really start to look at what makes my heart move so I can do more of that so that when I do show up, people can start to see that that real version of me on the inside and I can start finding my true purpose, my calling currently in the present because I'm moving towards what moves my heart. So everything geared towards that, how can I grab that from this job that I have that maybe I don't want to be at? How can I learn from the relationship that ended that maybe I wasn't interested in ending? How can I take those benefits from the people that have passed that you loved and you didn't get to do all the things you wanted to do with them? How how can I learn from them and use that every day to find a better way to access myself and to feel content and at peace and give myself that love and respect that I would like to give to others? Wow, that's good. That is so powerful. Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that one, but yes, thank you so much. Now tell us again how you can be reached and you, and you said you created a planner for this year. Yes. I created even physical version. Uh Okay. Through that. Yep. Yep. Uh That happened. And (laughs) I've got journals. I've got planners. I've got a whole life coaching course that you can take in a group where you can buy the documents and like go all in by yourself which is actually specific towards helping people find their purpose and like lining their life up, mind, body, and their self, and then reclaiming who it is they want to be in the moment. There's the opportunity to do whole life coaching as a group, individually, and in a bunch of other healing modalities. But that's the primary focus these days. And of course, throwing a little yoga here and there and some goddess work. I am The website is www.greaterself.org on Instagram, Facebook, um, I believe the Instagram is greater self underscore doctor, well, dr. Z. The Facebook page is greaterself.org on Facebook. And I'm sure I'm on LinkedIn under Dr. Zary Gross and Twitter and Pinterest and some other places that you can <laughs> <Everywhere>. totally, <laughs> you can find Got me. It. If you look up Dr. Zary Gross, you will find me. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been really great. And I feel good myself about the path that I'm on, the path that we're all on heading into this year. So thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to see how many downloads we get this time. You made the top two last times. Let's do it. (laughs) How about that? 
All right. Well, you take care and we will talk very soon. All right. Thank you so much for allowing me to come back. Thank you. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Moving toward what moves your heart will hopefully become a consistent theme in your life. Thank you, Dr. Z. For more information about other episodes, remember to subscribe to the Back to Me Project, College and Beyond. I'm your host, Yoli Tamu. Leave a review at the end of this podcast. And if you would like to learn more about our upcoming virtual events, visit our website at thebacktomeproject.com. Until next time, be well.